0: Whee! Yay! Let's talk about flesh eating zombies! Yay! Exactly. <laughs> I'm a zombie! I've been bitten! Mm-hmm. Of- You're listening to the Survival Podcast for Zombie Nerds Everywhere. <laughs>
1: Zombies Ate My Podcast.
0: Hello and welcome to Zombies Ate My Podcast. Uh, My name is Brian Murphy. I am pitch hitting as host this week once again because Bob is missing. I think he slept in or slept, went to bed early. I don't know. Whatever. I'm joined by the busy zombie lord himself, Mr. Lou Page. Lou, how's it going? It's going pretty
1: good. It's going pretty good yeah my 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 snowbank in front of my house is now you know not taller than me, so I'm happy
0: it's melted it's me- yeah okay well, getting into our weekly weather talk here it's been getting it got a little warmer where I am it's now like back to minus fifteen degree celsius weather um but for a good solid couple of days there it was pretty warm and there was the snow a melting yeah i
1: they say more snow is on our way here, but I don't care because the snowbank isn't 12 or 13 feet high anymore, so mm-hmm. that, that that's all that matters to me. If I have to pilot that high again, that's fine. Right. Just
0: as long as I'm not trying to pilot higher than that. Now, The Walking Dead is set in Atlanta, right? No, Georgia. Yes. Is it Atlanta? Uh, it's jo- the state of Georgia. State of Georgia. Now there was uh this wasn't recent but i was reminded because i was looking at our social media feeds we had shared an image comparing the um the georgia highway scene in walking dead to an actual scene this winter in georgia where they had a bit of snow and this and the uh the city shut down and the highway just had a bunch of cars on the left and then zero cars in the right um and I was remind. I reminded that every time we talk about Walking Dead during the winter, we kind of, you know, kind of secretly hope that we'd get a Walking Dead episode in the winter. Um, but it seems like Georgia really wouldn't get the kind of snow that we'd want to see to justify a, a zombie winter scene, you know, like dead snow or something. It, it would be like child's play to us, right? Like we're used to like feet of snow and they'd get what? A couple
1: inches? Well – Okay, there is a concept here I will explain to you.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. uh, Speaking of people in the South and snow. Okay. Now, I've grown up in the snow. You've grown up in the snow. My father is from Boston, and he grew up in the snow.
0: Right.
1: He's lived in Florida for the last 16 or 17 years, Mm -hmm. and they're just not equipped in the South to handle any kind of snow whereas you you or i have all weather tires or snow tires on our car Mm -hmm. they don't their tires aren't designed to handle anything like that they don't understand that when there's ice on the road you slow down most people from down south have never driven in it so as soon as they hit ice it's like piles of cars on the side of the road
0: (laughs) well you know that and i understand that that's a really good point and uh <clears throat> it's not it's not only that you're talking about like infrastructure like the city probably doesn't have the capacity to remove snow from the roads that's why they declare a state of emergency it's more yeah, they like they don't have plow trucks yeah rather than plow the roads they're like let's just wait until it melts so yeah, okay we'll cut them some slack and um you know maybe maybe the zombie apocalypse uh, during the winter of Georgia would would be just like uh the snow apocalypse of uh, Georgia this year, just ever oh. they would shut down. Just and... think
1: about this: so it starts to snow in Georgia, and the zombies attack. Mm-hmm. Georgia's done.
0: Oh yeah, the, that's probably why they put the CDC there. Because hell, if it snows and there's zombies, they're going to at least need uh, some sort of advantage in battle. But that's oh, interesting. I, you know what? F- uh, I haven't been able to do it for the last fifty-three episode or fifty-two episodes. But this is the first week that I was able to steer Winter Talk into zombies. We did it, Lou. I think we can stop the show now. Uh, I think we've done it before, believe it or not. (laughs) I know. Well, you know, uh, not to uh, spend more time on weather, let's move into zombies in the news has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. Uh, First up, we have a... uh, What kind of flew in the face? Initially, a lot of the the titles of these articles were pretty damning, but we'll get into the details. Uh, Creator of DayZ, Dean Hall, is going to step down from DayZ and Bohemia... Uh, at the end of the year. So he's got a whole 12, or 10 months left that he's going to spend on Daisy, and everybody freaked out. Even the media outlets freaked out. They were saying, oh my god, he's leaving Daisy! It's an early access. They took all our money and now he's going to run. Not at all the case. <laughs> you know how the media likes to blow things up, right?
1: Well, here's the thing. If he's got another 10 months, it will
0: be a full product before he leaves. Well… He has publicly stated that Daisy won't hit beta until the end of the year. So, I don't think it'll be a full product yet, but I also don't think he's going to leave the game in a state of disarray. Like he said in uh, even the article that we've linked here in the notes, he's said that by all means, and if you look at his Twitter, he he seems like a really reasonable guy. The only reason he's leaving is because a, he's been living in Czech the Czech Republic. Uh, far away from his hometown in New Zealand for the last two years. So he misses his family. I wouldn't blame him for wanting to go back for that alone. But also he states that uh, he's just... You know, he's more of a, a, a shit... Dis- you know, he's not... A, he's more of a... I, I almost said shit disturber, but that's not... It's kind of the right way to say it, but he's like a shit starter. Like, he likes to get in there, mix things up, build a new creative product, and then move on. You know, I think... right. You know that he did it with the Daisy mod he got in there, made it, moved on, just so happened to be that he moved on to Daisy the standalone title um
1: well, you also have to say think about it we've people have been talking about Daisy now for almost two years, from the mod to the game to the to what's its future, and I don't know, I'd be sick of
0: a product at that point, so I can't
1: blame him for wanting to do something
0: different, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and even this article makes a good reference saying that Notch, the creator of uh, of Minecraft, did the same thing. Like, he stopped making Minecraft. It's like, well, even if it's popular, it doesn't mean the guy's going to stick around and do it forever. And that being said, like, I've I've seen a couple of uh, updates, and uh, he's even stated that, you know, the Internet is a wonderful thing. If the team working on DayZ needs me when I move away i'm a skype call away i I, you know i'm a a (laughs) go-to meeting away you know it's not rocket science people Uh, he's not going to be there in person writing on whiteboards like most game developers do but i i don't think we have anything to worry about um i was a little worried when i first saw it because i know i had stated maybe not on this show but on gamers in that early access is a really touchy subject because you're investing in a developer rather than buying a game and when you invest in a developer, there's no real guarantee you're going to get something out of it. Of course you right. get like the beta or the alpha version, but with DayZ and Rust, for that matter, which I've bought and played both, I feel as though by giving them my money, I, I feel pretty confident that I'm going to get the final product at some point. Um, and when I saw this article, I was a little like, damn it, I hate being proven wrong. <laughs> you know. Like, uh, But it seems like he's doing this the smart way you know did you haven't picked up daisy yet have you
1: um i played the i played the mod for arma when it armor 2 when it went on sale a couple years ago and i i just can't get into that game i i need i I, i'm a very story driven gamer Mm -hmm. and when i get dumped into games like that where i have to build and survive i just they're interesting to me for about two hours and then I'm like okay I need to go do something that feels like I'm accomplishing something
0: Well, I I think that's been the issue with both games both DayZ games is that they're not there yet they're not a game yet, they're a sandbox Um, and by all intents and purpose I think that Dean Hall wants to make DayZ into a game at some point, that's why it's an alpha now that's why it feels like such a sandbox Bob and I played for a good hour and a half took us an hour to find each other and then we just played for a half hour until we died and really it's just becomes a punch fest with a the zombie there's not a lot you can do in there um most of the creative videos that come out of day z are player versus player stuff um the game is broken but it'll get there eventually um Moving on to the next one. I have not seen this, but eyewitnesses say deputies had to shoot a naked man after a rampage. Not not after rampage. We're not talking about the classic uh, arcade game. We're talking about I assume him running around naked. Just yelling streak or something. No, what was it? What's that old school reference? I have no idea, man. Yeah, no. Will Farrell is like, we're going streak into the quad! oh
1: uh, that he's a streaker
0: <laughs> that mind. you
1: could, you get that's not worth doing anymore you could now they charge you with uh, uh, uh a sexual assault for doing that now here in the states anyway mm really oh wow. yep so what happened here so apparently a family uh, uh it looks like there was three people uh 18-year-old kid a uh um 50-year-old guy and a a little girl and they got attacked by a naked man and the police showed up and he was he had he was on top of the 18-year-old kid and biting him in the face and they apparently the attacker the 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 people that were under attack, they had a box cutter and everything and were wailing on this guy trying to get him off. And the cops ended up having to open fire and shoot, shooting at him. And I originally – they described the guy as being in a a, 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 a a psychosis and being reminiscent of something out of a zombie movie. So that was why I added this news article. And it's just – It sounds like it's crazy and it doesn't sound like it's the same thing as – what's it called? It's not like a bath salt case. They don't know what was wrong with this guy. They're still investigating. But he was running around naked like a wild animal and trying to eat people.
0: Weird. That is weird. Now, did he shoot him dead, right? Yes. Oh, Did he get back up? Uh, they said
1: that they had. That they basically. It sounds like they emptied their guns in him to kill him. Jeez. It said that like they shot him once and he kept moving.
0: Did they not try a taser. <laughs>
1: uh, the tasers. I don't yeah, know. I, I should. I don't know.
0: I shouldn't say that. I mean, like, uh, police have to use their gun. They have to use their gun. But yeah, no.
1: it's it was, oh, actually uh, down at the bottom of the article where I had missed it. It says they did tase him and it didn't do anything. Right, <laughs> he had to shoot it.
0: Weird, state of psychosis. Now, okay, they they would. This article was posted on the fifth of February. They would have had an update if there was drugs related, right? Yeah, uh, it, it, he could have just been going crazy. I don't know. That seems weird. Uh, these weird stories that just sort of come out of nowhere and stump us. I mean, I remember when we started this show, the bath salts craze was on a high. But man, this guy's face. He got bit. Nothing was, you know, it wasn't like... It was more bruising and cuts than anything, but... Man, I don't know. I wouldn't want a naked man on me, let alone a naked man biting my face.
1: Exactly, exactly. Like, just picture this. You're in a car, or you're getting out of your car, and a naked guy runs at you, jumps on top of you, and starts biting your face. I mean, it. It sounds like no- utter nonsense, but I mean that's apparently what happened here.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what, kids, don't do drugs. Also, exactly. kids. Unrelated note: protect your little sisters.
1: And and also, um, if you ha- know somebody that you think has mental issues, report it so that they don't go crazy like this and attack somebody.
0: Report it. Get them. Get them the help they need. Exactly. Not a cop. Exactly with guns that's not the way we want these things to be solved um this could have been prevented i think especially if it was drugs don't do drugs um so the stories are sort of a a mixed thing i i don't know um yes drugs don't do them uh speaking of not drugs although i haven't played it yet so i don't know drugs may have been involved uh walking dead season two episode two uh trailer first look it's coming out in march ign has the trailer alongside their new uh sec- or i guess it's not new they did this for season one it's called play dead or playing dead and it's like a 10 minute uh video showcasing a new trailer and an interview with one of the main uh, voice actors in this case scott porter who played i believe luke or lucas i don't know um trailer looks good uh I, I like where the story is going it, it has entered in the first season they introduce a new set of characters for clementine to interact with and this is spoiler for you guys uh and the second episode continues that arc and we get to see how clementine continues to try and survive with these new survivors um lou we had a bit of a discussion before recording i just wanted to get your quick thoughts on season two and why you haven't really jumped into it yet. I I
1: run into an issue with episodic games Uh where I don't like waiting. (laughs) I've already bought season two. I'm just waiting for all the content to be there. So when I start playing it, I can just go one, two, three, four, five
0: done. Mm. Yeah. I I think me, sometimes I think you and I are very similar gamers, but then When it comes to this episodic stuff, I think I'm half and half. You know, like, I love being able to play a game start to finish and have the complete story. But I also love short video game experiences. Because sometimes I don't have a lot of time to play games. Like, uh, Walking Dead, uh, I sort of just play as soon as they come out and I'm done. But The Wolf Among Us is a great example. Uh, Last week I just got back from vacation. Didn't have a lot of time to play games while I was trying to um uh get caught up on life since I've been away for a week and I I was able to play episode 2 2 hours boom you know I I had completed that arc and it it gives me a chance to have something to talk about uh on my uh, on the gamers inn but so I, when it comes to episodic titles I'm kind of like yeah a new episode's out it's short I know I'm going to be able to finish it in maybe one or two sittings and it's a good bite of content. Um, but yeah, I, I, but then again, I agree with you. Like, it'd be nice to have the full okay. story.
1: So, in my take on episodic content is I have been playing The Wolf Among Us too. And I bought it at Christmas time because it was on sale. And I played the first episode. And I was really excited for the second episode. And the only reason I played the second episode. Was because I was stuck in bed with nothing to do and I could barely, I, and I was sick with the flu. And I went, Well, I have about an hour of consciousness in me. Let's see if I can finish this in an hour. Otherwise, I probably would have waited at least until another two or three episodes were out before I played it. I really, I, I'd rather get it all over with. Hmm. I, I don't like the wait.
0: But you don't you don't want to the, the other thing though about ep- episodes is like we, we see this with The Walking Dead like is there a reason you don't do that with TV shows it, it, or is it because like TV shows is like week by week rather than every 3 months
1: uh, I have a tendency to let TV shows build up for 3
0: or 4 episodes and then watch them Do you care about spoilers No See that's 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 my kryptonite you know I I don't want I don't want to wait for these episodic games because i i am a internet heavy internet user and i follow a lot of people on twitter and if something big happens in a game or a tv show you bet your butts that there is going to be spoiler talk at some point and i i don't mind spoilers but i try to avoid them like i don't want so if, if someone were to say hey can i spoil something for you i'd say well no Unless it's for something I'm not really interested in, um, like, for example, my fiance is really into Pretty Little Liars. Like, if I'm <laughs> if I'm curious about it, I'll read the Wikipedia article. I don't care if I'm going to learn like who's dating who or who died who and all that fun stuff. Like, I don't care because i do not I'm not really interested in, in Pretty Little Liars. Uh, but when it comes to Walking Dead, I don't really want to know who dies and who lives. Right? I want to experience exactly. that. So. I don't know. Um, we keep saying we're gonna do something with the Telltale game for season two. Uh that is still something we're going to do at some point. Maybe maybe the listeners, you, you tell us if you want to hear about Walking Dead uh Telltale Game. Or is the T V show enough? You know? Do you get enough Walking Dead from, from Zamp? Probably. But Is there is there another show or movie you'd like us to watch? Let us know. Oh, we we got movie suggestions. Just you wait until oh yeah, to I know we
1: do. Oh, I know we do. We'll get
0: into that. But
1: I got some, I got some movie suggestions for us too. But oh, that's well. for another day.
0: Yeah, we're getting there. Um, I looked it up, and Walking Dead is a straight shot to the end of March. So we got quite a few more episodes of Walking Dead coming our way. But uh, be, but then cross you... your
1: fingers they don't pull Day of the Dead before before <laughs> April. Ah, well, we'll figure it away. We'll figure it away.
0: Um. <laughs> with t- with more talk of walking dead here comes our recap all right believe it or not the fate of the entire damn human race might depend on it what the hell are you talking about who is this guy i'm sergeant abraham ford and these are my companions rosita Espinosa and dr eugene porter we're on a mission to get eugene to washington dc eugene's a scientist and he knows exactly what caused this mess And we're talking about episode 11 today. Um, What did you think overall before we get into the bit by bit here? Did you like this episode? Do you like where it's going? I like this episode, but my
1: only gripe was they could have sped the Rick stuff up a little
0: bit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, Well, yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll agree to disagree. I'll I'll half agree with you again. Look at me, Mr. Confident, sticking to my guns. Um, And we'll get to that segment. I kind of agree with you. The episode starts off with uh, Handlebars McGee, as I like to call him. Um, No relation to Boozy McGee. No no relation. Uh, But Handlebars, he seems to like to kill zombies. Well, who doesn't? Yeah. Well, no, you know, he, he really. See, I,
1: it. I have, I have, I have a gripe with this, this complaint in zombie films. Uh huh. The people that always enjoy killing the zombies, or make games out of it, or you know, they're always viewed as they've lost their humanity and they're sick. And I don't think so. Uh, you know, when you have to do a repetitive task like kill zombies. Over and over and over and over again, and you're constantly putting your life on the line, mm-hmm. you know, you have to start remembering that the zombies aren't people anymore.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, you're killing something that you're kill. it's like you're killing an animal that's trying to kill you.
0: you yeah, know?
1: but the- and 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 so if he hits the zombie in the head with his crowbar and kills it, and he and he chuckles because of the way he killed it, I'm sorry, I, 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 I don't think that scares me. Unless he's laughing like a maniacal (laughs) fool and, like, you know, drooling and his eyes are rolling back in his head because he's killing (laughs) zombies. Then I'd be a little worried. But, you
0: know. I I don't know. I kind of have to disagree only because that zombie was somebody, you know. Even with animals and, and pets, like, and dogs and cats, like, that was somebody's pet. That was somebody's animal. That was, you know. Even at one point when it, when he was uh not sick, but with zombies, it's like that zombie was someone's daughter someone's son someone's wife someone's brother someone's sister et cetera but, et cetera. They're, not but they're not anymore but i uh, still it's that emotional connection I think that's where I guess I'm a bad host. I should give context uh the episode starts off with uh Glenn still passed out, and we didn't figure out her name um. Beth, no, <laughs> the chick that uh, I don't want to call. I don't want to call her by her only defining character characteristic because it feels a little wrong and labely. But she was give me a the lesbian, I'll... wasn't she?
1: Uh, yes, but but I don't want to call her that. Give me a second. All right. and I will get you the name. <laughs> I I'm fine I, I giving. I did the not things. do the episode listings this week. Ryan did so.
0: Nobody has names. <laughs> Everyone's like Handlebars McGee, creepy scientist guy. I got Rick Michonne and Carl. Um, and you got Glenn.
1: That's that. That's about the only names you've gotten so far. I'm
0: bad with names. I mean, I didn't learn your yours and Bob's name until like episode five. Come on, that's not true. um But anyways, it starts off with that chick in the army truck, and they're driving down the road and uh i guess they stop at like a like a a, some roads blocking the path or cars blocking the path and they get out and he he's gonna kill these zombies and she notices him kind of doing it with glee and it wasn't when he was hitting them it was when he failed to kill it and then he was like oh okay challenge let's do this you know he's kind of like really giddy about it and when she asked she asked him "Was like yeah well you're smiling when you're doing that that's not normal it's like, oh, I'm just the luckiest guy in the world. And her that's what is... got me, I think. It wasn't the her... smile. It was what he said. What's her that?
1: Her name is Tara.
0: Tara. All right. From now on, the chick's name is Tara. I'm sorry. I mean no offense by it. It's just I'm bad with names. Um, so also,
1: they don't use her name very often. I don't think anybody used her name this whole episode.
0: Well, it it makes sense to me that they wouldn't. I mean, she's a stranger to everybody, right? They probably just call her hey you, you know, or or point. But Tara kind of gets confused with this guy, but handlebar's McGee, he is a he appears to be some sort of soldier. So him enjoying uh killing, I guess. I'm not saying every soldier enjoys that, but I'm just saying stereotypically that seems to be what you have your soldier-type character doing is enjoying killing things, right? Am I wrong there? I don't know. All right. We should move on before I upset anybody. (laughs) But anyways, that's how the episode starts off, and they're sort of on a path, um, on a road, just driving. But before we get any further with them, it jumps over to uh, Rick, Michonne, and Carl sort of Living the happy-go-lucky, they're-back-together-again lives. Uh, but that doesn't last very long.
1: And Michonne has become much more personable than she has in the previous seasons.
0: Yeah, and, and we see that based on all the backstory we're getting. I mean, Michonne opens up to Carl about having a son. and uh, They're exploring a house and she makes mm-hmm. a deal with him that
1: every room they clear she'll tell him to answer a question
0: yeah and basically finding out that she had a small boy that uh passed away shortly after the apocalypse started um and you know it was really heartbreaking and it must have been a while ago for her to be so calm about it um it's hard to tell how long it's actually been since this whole thing started but
1: yeah they they, they don't give you a good sense of that I which mean, i think is great I, which I, mean, I think is good because uh, you know we don't know how long um rick was in the hospital in the beginning when everything happened you know was he uh, out for months a year like how long was he in that bed oh well and then he finds his family and we get them, and they move around, and they travel, and they end up on Herschel's farm. And we know that they were at Herschel's
0: farm for quite a while. How how long could he survive in that hospital bed? He was hooked up to IV, right?
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: Hmm. It had to have been months. Yeah, it he would have been months, have been, but...
1: He couldn't have been hooked up for more than a few months. Otherwise, it would have... Um, He would have
0: died from malnutrition. For sure. I mean, he looked like he was heading that direction anyways, but um, once again in this house while they're searching, we're presented with the, you know, oh my god, they committed suicide shock value scene. You know, like we've had so many of those and I was like, oh, Walking Dead showrunners, you've done it again.
1: Well, the thing is, is they're walking around the house and there's lots of signs that there's a zombie in the house. Yeah. But there is no signs that there's people in the house. There's signs that something some that there was a zombie running the ho- running through the house. Michonne looks at a picture that Carl hands her because it's wrapped in plastic. And when she pulls it off there's blood and sh- and like claw marks all over the picture. Yeah, that was weird. It was weird. And they don't really give you an understanding as to why it's like that or what's going on. And so Michonne freaks out and starts wandering into the that room that the painting was blocking. Mm-hmm. And I kept expecting somebody to jump out or something to jump out or something along that lines. And it never happens.
0: No, she I mean, instead
1: she finds those bodies, and every time you see those bodies, I was waiting for one of those bodies to move
0: yeah it it was weird it was uh I was expecting you know maybe there the paint- the painting was f- freshly wrapped as if it had been painted and then wrapped up to dry, kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and I was thinking maybe that the family had a family member turn and they were keeping it, and then one of the daughters. Who or one of the children who appeared to be artistic because there was drawings all over. Maybe they drew it, and then they were like, "Shit, we're all going to go this way. We need to, we need to end this." I don't. Know? It,
1: it was just a strange thing too because the frame, the door, the the picture was in front of that door. Yeah. So obviously someone had been there before and placed it like that. Because how else could they have gotten into that room? I didn't True. see any other doors into that room,
0: well, there would have been if it was all connected because it that would be kind of weird the only way you get to the mas or the children's room is through a bathroom and through another kid's room but i i we didn't see a door, so it's hard. It, it really is one of those epi- uh, one of those instances where it's like we're not going to explain this, but we're gonna let your mind go in twisted directions because it was two small children, two adults, and Someone on a swing with what appeared. Someone to be. in
1: a, it was it wasn't a swing. It was someone in a rocking chair, and they had all yeah. and they had shot themselves.
0: But it was gross, and it was we we early on in in season one. I think there was a there was that typical suicide scene. It might have been season two, but uh, there was one in season one, I believe. Yeah, and it's just it's 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 the to me it just seems like the easy way of saying like yeah. Shit is bad and some people cannot take it. So count yourself lucky that you're with people who can survive both physically and mentally. And I I get it and sometimes, you know, they have to throw that at us every once in a while. But um that was more about Michonne and Carl sort of dealing with their past together. Mm -hmm. Um They still you know, he Carl still thinks Judith or knows Judith is dead, but she really isn't, but um while that's all going on, Rick went for a little nap. Went yep. for a nappy poo. The
1: beginning of the episode, the three of them debate and Rick wants to go with them. Yeah. And Michonne tells him to stay put. He's not well enough to be wandering around and adventuring. So he yeah. stays put and takes a nap. Yeah. And that, you know, he's taking a nap in a show. That can't ever be good.
0: Well, I mean, this episode was was pretty packed, I mean they could have had Rick literally just nap and 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 that be the end of it, but no the walking dead's gotta gotta pack as much in and I think these recent episodes um have been really good at telling multiple story threads, you know yes in the past when they've done this it's been really messy and kind of boring, but these ones seem to to jump to the next character just when you're getting sick of watching this storyline and missing another one and It's just been really good moving back and forth. Um, We
1: complained last season mm -hmm. about them telling too many stories all at once. Yeah. That was a real regular complaint from us. Yeah. And I don't have that this season.
0: Well, no. It's because I I, I think they're they're pacing it really well. So
1: Rick wakes up because he hears somebody in the house.
0: Yeah, and he doesn't have a weapon.
1: (laughs) He doesn't have a weapon, which I was sort of like – really he doesn't have a weapon doesn't he always have a weapon
0: well he gave his gun to his to his son as sort of uh, once again having one of those son you're a man and to remind you of that i'm gonna give you this giant ass weapon that'll probably blow your hand off when you fire it okay okay like he gave him his big like colt or whatever i don't know what they're called but giant pistol right
1: yeah, it's yeah. a revolver.
0: Revolver, thank you. I, Canadian, a, I don't know it's, guns. It's a,
1: it's a, it's. A, I think it is a cult, but I, I, I can't tell specifically.
0: Well, uh, yeah. So he he hides under the bed, and there's the, you know, they make it pretty clear that the people invading his house are not good because, what are they like, killing somebody downstairs?
1: No, they're they're fighting amongst themselves. Ah. They're rummaging through the house, and they. They, uh, one of them comes up because he's looking for people in the house and just decides to sleep on the bed. And so, Rick goes under the bed, and I kept at that point. I was thinking, yeah, stay under there, Rick, and wait to see what their condition, what whether or not they're they're going to be hostile or not. And then they start fighting amongst themselves. Some one of the guys comes upstairs, tells the other guy to get out of the bed, yeah, or or he's going to kick his ass or something like that. And the guy doesn't get out of the bed, and a fight happens, and like they beat each other, and he beats the other guy. The guy that enters the room beats the guy that's on the bed, pretty much until the guy is unconscious.
0: Oh, he didn't kill him, you don't think? He, th- you can
1: see he's breathing after uh-huh. he's been beat to beat up. Oh, uh, okay.
0: Hmm. Well, th- did you? I, I put in when I was watching this scene, I got a really strong sense of. Uh, The Last of Us. There was a lot of scenes like this, and I, I feel as though The Walking Dead hasn't surprisingly hasn't really done anything like this. There's been a few run-ins with like strangers, but no like, just random pirates, basically. You know, like just people coming in rough, rough gangs, you know, and stealing people's stuff, and yeah, with
1: heard about cases and we've seen brief like one-off run-ins where they have a shootout with a bunch of random other survivors Mm -hmm. but this is the first time where you they've shown up they get the jump on them and one of and they're in a situation where they can't fight back because rick can't tell how many are in the house so if he fights back he doesn't know how many guys he's fighting
0: yeah yeah and, and he, obviously
1: they don't care about each other's safety they just beat the crap out of each other yeah. you know if he opened fire on one they're liable to shoot the guy he's fighting with just to get him out of the way so that they can get at him you yeah. know
0: no he put pl- he played it pretty smart and and uh he it felt like the showrunners were really trying to make it tense although you know that you know Rick's not gonna be taken out solo by a bunch of pirates he's it's going to be tense and it's going to be interesting to see what he does to get out of this mess. But I never once thought that he was in any danger. Um, but the way they handled it eventually – I mean he spent a lot of time under that bed. Uh, the way they handled it eventually was pretty good. Um, but he again, he spends a lot of time under the bed. Uh, did, how did you feel about that? Like do you feel like he was
1: – I felt like they kind of did a little too much – under the bed like there's literally like it's a, I want to say it's a 10 minute scene of him under the bed
0: mm-hmm. and i
1: think they could have trimmed about two minutes of it out yeah yeah and also, and also i'd also like to point out that he climbs out from under the bed and he climbs out from under the bed under the side of the bed where the guy has a foot hanging over the side of the bed not the other side where there's nobody
0: <laughs> yeah well, yeah. No, I, I noticed that as well. And I guess he's just, he's like, well, I'm committed. Better avoid this boot. Um, yeah. No, it, it, and, you know, before he sort of does anything interesting, it goes back to Handlebars, McGee. And uh, they've, Glenn wakes up, starts pounding on the, on the truck, and, and is like, I'm leaving. I got to find. Wait. Maggie. Ah, I got it gotta find maggie so he storms off and before he does him and handlebars getting a bit of a tussle for some reason i thought that was really weird
1: it was almost character breaking
0: yeah i mean i don't know who for i mean when a small asian man hits a giant army dude and it's all started because you're telling him that your wife's dead you might as well come with us you kind of have to expect the punch,
1: but it also proves that that character, who, by the way, whose name is uh, Sergeant Abraham
0: Ford. so really? Abraham Ford. You yes. can't get much more American than that. I'm going to stick with handlebars, to be honest.
1: Uh, but when they get into it, it also shows that that guy has a short fuse too.: Yeah, but he's so
0: he's so uh, giddy most of the time. It's weird.
1: He's an interesting character. I'm curious as to see what they're going to do with him.
0: Oh, and speaking of which, um, I did find out that Handlebars is a comic character. I didn't find out the you know his relation in, in the comics, but when I was looking into an uh, an image for last week, uh, one of the uh, Walking Dead covers popped up, and it was it was that crew. It was Handlebars, weird chick who's wearing probably should be wearing more clothes and then and i was like i saw her let's talk about her for a bit i don't know her yeah. name either but you know like her belly button's showing and she's just kind of like weirdly dressed for the apocalypse so i thought like why would amc do that no she's dressed like that in the comics too so i guess you can't really blame amc for that and then creepy scientist dude they're all in the comics uh, around it, uh, issue 50 around that area um so post prison i guess uh but anyways, as they're fighting, zombies start to come out of, you know, the field and stuff. And creepy scientist dude proves that you do not give a scientist a machine gun.
1: Well, the, the thing that bothered me with that scene is the scientist guy, instead of, you know, going and getting everybody else, starts shouting. And they're already shouting at each other and uh-huh. fighting. And instead of running over and saying, hey, 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 zombies. He goes and he gets a gun and he just starts opening fire and he doesn't know what he's doing.
0: Well, I I get the sense that there's two things happening with creepy scientists, dude. He's socially awkward. So that's the thing. Like he, he doesn't seem to be able to communicate very well with people. Um, and also, I, I think I, there's something going on about him. Like supposedly... He is – needs to go to Washington to save, you know, to save the world, you know, Um, and Abraham.
1: Okay. mm -hmm. So we run into an issue where you and I have not read the comics. Yes. And – but I read an article today about this whole plot point of Mm -hmm. him going to DC to save somebody and that none of this is in the comic from what the article I read. Yeah. That him knowing – what happened and how to stop it or whatever, like this is all show related and not comic related.
0: Yes. Yeah. But
1: these characters are in the comic. Uh,
0: Again, yeah, I keep saying I need to read the comics and need to read the comics because the comics are separate from the show. Uh, They both share some commonalities in terms of characters and uh, uh, Robert Kirkman is on both teams, the comic and the TV show. So I'm not at all upset when things change in the TV show as it compared to the comics because it's not like Robert Kirkman, the creator of Walking Dead, is only the comic. He's both. So I'm, oh, I'm no, cool no, with this, but- story. And I know you are too, but I just – I agree with you. It's weird and I don't know the context to the creepy scientist dude. It's almost like we're at a point where I don't know if creepy scientist dude is the bad guy. Like in my mind, he, he literally could be – the person to try and save the world and i need to get him to washington um but i owe i, I he could also be somebody that's crazy yeah you know but, and
1: convince the, the 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 military guy to drive him to dc you but,
0: know what i mean I, I yeah i that had crossed my mind but i also feel like handlebar's you know the only way you're going to have a sweet stash like that is if you also got the brains to maintain it and i feel as though handlebar's would you know, be smart enough to know what's going on. Like, he's not going to blindly take this guy to D.C., I, th- I think. Um, he seems like a smart enough dude. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that, and and the fact that the scientist guy says, you know, after this all goes down with the machine gun, he basically wrecks the truck by shooting out the gas tank. Um, not resulting in a, a cool explosion, but, you know, boring gas leaking all over the road. Um so they kinda have to
1: And he also has what might be after he breaks the truck, he has what might be one of my favorite lines from the whole episode. <laughs> he he shoots up the truck, Glenn says, Screw you all, I'm leaving, and I'm going to find my wife, and he walks away. And um Tara goes with him, the new girl in, in the hat, the cutoffs and the, the belly shirt says, I'm belly gonna Belly go shirt, with that's him. her name. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with him because what else are we going to do? We're not just going to sit here.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, Abraham just kind of go- is like scratching his head on trying to sort out what he's going to do. And the scientist guy just looks at him and goes, I'm going with them. We can find another vehicle later and then we can decide what to do. But we're going with them. And then he looks at the military guy and he goes, "Just remember, I'm smarter than you. We should probably do what I said." And you're like, "Dude, you just broke the truck. I wouldn't get cocky."
0: Yeah. I again, I think I I think we're missing layers of connectivity between these characters. And and that's true. We've only known them this is the first episode where we've really right. truly gotten to know them a little and, bit.
1: I, and, and the good thing is is when he show, when they got rescued in the last episode, I was expecting these guys to be villains because that's kind of what Walking Dead always does. Whenever somebody gets saved, they're never really saved. Mm-hmm. They're saved until the people that save them decide to torture them for information. And that didn't seem to be what they were doing with this episode, with these characters, and I appreciated that. Yeah, I mean, Cause there's only so many times you can be like, "Oh yeah, there's other survivors, and they're evil." They're... There's only so many times you can do that before the, the it gets old.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but usually, usually the 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 uh, people, the other survivors that are trying to survive, don't really go bad until they clash with Rick like does rick create these you know does rick take these bad characters the governor was always bad but does rick take these these evil characters bad characters and make them evil like he's almost like the guy who pushes them over the edge to make them do insane crazy things so i wonder how rick and, and handlebars are gonna get along like are they gonna be like best of buds are they even gonna meet uh who knows i
1: I don't think they're going to meet i'll be surprised if they do
0: you think they split ways before glenn and i mean my prediction is that by the end of this season the whole gang's back together um yes I, i i don't think that they're gonna be separated forever or else they'll just stop i mean they even brought carol back so um that sort of leaves uh handlebars and his group of merry I'm going to stop calling them handlebars uh, Abraham and his merry group of men that sounds cooler um, and and that's the last we see of them off to find Maggie uh, that goes back to Rick who is now
1: ready to get out from under the bed
0: Yeah, slowly moving through the house very cautious um, it was almost like a Benny Hill skit as he's running from room to room trying to avoid people Uh and I thought, I thought, man, he's just going to get out a window and get out of there. But they did something really interesting with him when he went into the bathroom and he sort of locks eyes with this other survivor who's been up in this bathroom, essentially just sitting on one of those furry toilet seats. <laughs> yeah. I thought, is he taking a shit? No, no, no. Never mind. He's just, he's just sitting on, the, uh, on one of those comfy toilet seats.
1: To it- be honest, I think it would have been better had he been sitting on the toilet and Rick kills him on the toilet I think that would have been a more realistic scene Uh, realistic
0: yes because who sits on a toilet (laughs) especially when if he just wants to sit I mean those kids beds will allow you to sit on them but you know he takes him out it got pretty tense there when he was reaching for the scissors but he got him out and then uh, uh, in the episode summary (laughs) that I was using to make the notes they literally used loot when he uh, got the machine gun from this dude who died on the toilet. Uh, But he never gets a chance to use it, although it was pretty close there. Okay, so there is something I would like to note. Okay.
1: Okay? Yeah, go ahead. The actor who was on the bed, and then later on after Rick gets out a window and climbs down the side of the porch, there's a a guy sitting on the porch, and it's the same actor that was up on the bed that he climbed out from an underneath. Oh, okay. That guy's name is Jeff, Jeff Kober. Okay. And he is famous for being in lots of movies, lots of TV shows, and he always plays a bad guy. If you go through this guy's list, he's got like 200 movies or TV shows he's been in, and he always plays a bad guy.
0: Mm-hmm. I do not think this will be the last time
1: we see him in The Walking Dead.
0: So do you think he is? Does he play a lot of bit points or, or bit? Uh, he does
1: parts? do bit parts. He does okay. do bit parts. But we never. you I. I had a suspicious feeling because I know the guy's voice and I heard him speak because I've seen a lot of stuff this guy's been in and I heard the voice and I went, oh, I know who that actor is, and then nothing else. Mm-hmm. And I thought. It would be odd for him to take a role like this where they barely show his face and you barely hear his voice and him to not show up again. So I suspect before the season's out, we're going to see another appearance of this guy.
0: Right. And talk about creating the best distraction as he's waiting by the porch to try and either run or uh, take on those guys. He sees Michonne and Carl walking up and there's no way to get their attention without you know alerting the group but the guy he killed upstairs in the bathroom must turn into a zombie, and then that zombie, because there was no, they cleared the house. There was no other way a zombie could have gotten in. But the zombie upstairs must have gone after the guy who got knocked unconscious, and that creates the perfect distraction for him to run after Michonne and Carl and say, well, "We need to get the hell out of here." Um, right. I, I thought that was really. I don't know if he meant to do that. It was just dumb luck, but I didn't I realize that... I think it was that... dumb
1: luck. Yeah. But it's something really clever that you don't think about. So he strangled the guy to death, and next thing you know, they got a zombie in the house with them.
0: Yeah, I thought it was... I thought it was... Uh, was It was really cool, you know, It to was have totally that.
1: something I had forgotten,
0: Yeah, you know. Because I was trying the to guy
1: think, like... He climbed out the window, and I was like, oh, he's got to get away, he's got to get away, he's got to get away. And then I heard the zombie thing, and I went oh
0: Mm -hmm. see i didn't go oh i was like what's a zombie doing in the house i'm pretty sure they were oh yeah okay it took me a little while a little longer to clue in but i thought yeah that's really cool i'm glad that they were able to do that and um you mentioned not this not being the last we see of them uh it would the only way i see that happening in a meaningful way is uh rick uh, you know finds another group of people um or goes to this sanctuary as we see at the end of this episode where they get on they get on the tracks, follow the tracks. They get on the tracks and they find this sign for sanctuary, uh, uh where uh what is it, uh Daryl and Beth are, are going towards. Um yes. and also Tyrese, Carol and the Corn children and Judith are going. They're on the tracks as well. So they again they're all on this path to be to reuniting. Um but I think a meaningful way of reintroducing those, um, those pirates, as I like to call them, is they're part of this group and they're the goody two-shoes, but Rick, Rick recognizes them. But they don't recognize Rick because they never got a good look at him. So Rick's able to be like, um, I don't know if this whole group's bad, but I know those guys are bad because they would have killed me. And also I killed one of them. So, yeah. Do you think that might happen? Or do you think either that happens or we just don't see them again?
1: I think we're going to see them again. I will be very surprised um, if we don't see this group of guys again.
0: Yeah? You don't think it was just like a one-off to be like, yeah, it's not, again, the showrunner reminding us that, you know, it's not just the governor that's evil. There are other people that take advantage of um, this scenario as well. But you think we'll see them again, eh?
1: I think we'll see them again.
0: I... I agree with you, and I think the way that happens is they're part of this sanctuary group, or or at least a splinter group that they that they kind of run into and realize like, oh shit, the, those are those evil guys that raided that house and tried to kill me. Um, but yeah, no, uh, good episode overall, right? It was a good episode. I, I don't.
1: I still think um, the pudding episode is my favorite <laughs> so far this season.
0: I, I think that's because it's so close to the mayhem and destruction we saw from the prison and, and, and seeing that raw reaction to that those events was very well done. And um, man, never seen a mid-season finale like that prison event. That was crazy. And I wonder if the later half of season four is going to live up to it, Either in, not in the sense that there will be an equivalent sort of event but just like you know uh like at the end of season two where they're all like this isn't a democracy anymore uh you know this is the rick show and then it pans up and shows the prison that was an oh shit moment i think we get an oh shit moment at the end of this season and i have no idea where it's going i know it's oh, I somewhere big think, but
1: i definitely think we're going to get an oh shit moment at the end of the season mm-hmm. but i don't think it's going to be a fight
0: no, and that, I agree with you. I I, I think it'll be more I like season two. They,
1: if they do end it with like fight and then oh shit moment, it's gonna feel rushed. Cause there's what four, five more episodes left for this season.
0: Yeah, five more. But and I agree with you. I don't. I don't think. I I'm I'm sure there will be some more conflict brewing, and there will be fights. But I don't think we see a big fight. I just think at the end of this, they set up season five in a big way similar to how they set up season three with the, with uh, the governor because that prison, you know, to us, it's just like, Oh look, they could go stay at that lovely concrete building. But then everyone who read the comics and knows who the governor is like, Oh my God, they're going to do the governor. You know, it's, it's one of those moments. And I think we get another one of those. And, um, I'm just really, I'm really, again, I'm just really excited to have really good zombie content to talk about. And walking dead always seems to deliver. Um, I just want to see, come on guys, other other zombie, you know, creators and content creators out there, use this as a bar and, and aim for it. Let's get some let's get some good zombie content. Like something we've introduced to the zombie content world, the Zamp t shirt, alongside the Zamp Podcast, but um, you can go to slash and pick up your Zombies Ate My Podcast t shirt available in white, ash, and black. All sizes, male, female. Um, Wear your zombie, uh, your favorite zombie podcast proud. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Okay, thank you. We got the confirmation from Lou. Um, Lou, we got some listener feedback here. Once again, from the lovely Kimberly Pelton. I assume she's lovely. I've never met her, but she's on Facebook. She wrote a comment on our timeline here. Did you want to read it or do you want me to read it? you go for it you go i'll go for it it's it's more than a couple sentences so bear with me um i watched zombie night last night and had such high hopes for it alan ruck of ferris bueller's day off spin city who's alan ruck is that
1: he is um uh matthew broderick's friend in ferris bueller's day off
0: ah, oh, oh yeah okay spin city that should have gave it away uh anthony michael hall 80s brat pack um That's the guy who plays Enigma in Dark Knight? No, that's not right. No. He's the newscaster. He's
1: he's the newscaster. (laughs) And he's also in um, the Dead Zone TV show. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Daryl Hannah, uh, Kill Bill Mermaid. I'm not even going to ask because we've done that for all three we're in it and i really expected a lot we watched it all the way through just hoping and praying that it would get better while the acting was pretty good the movie had so few zombie kills and get this the zombies are only active at night when did we get a zombie vampire crossover omg if you haven't seen it you should the grandmother character made me want to turn it off in the first five minutes but it gets better ish that's a great review we should watch that
1: yes we should it's <laughs> been on my it's been on my instant key since it showed up on Netflix
0: I, I wonder if it's bad enough to be on Canadian Netflix that's the true test uh, it, lo- it should be Yeah. well I'll look it up while while we're discussing movies uh, I'd love to hear your discussion on this awful movie after listening to your discussion of survival of the dead which after listening to the episode a few times I realized I watched part of awful yeah oh I see she watched a part of it and then she realized oh I, this is familiar um. So, yeah, are we going to want... Like, we've talked about doing uh, another movie. We've only done one movie episode, right? It was Survival of the Dead? Uh,
1: I believe we've... Yeah, I think we have only done Survival of the Dead. I wanted to say we've done two, but I think this is the only one we... Uh, Survival of the Dead is the only one we did.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I kind of want to say we did more than one, but... Oh, no. Zombie Night is not streaming. Now, mind you, the excellent Zombie Hunter featuring Danny Trejo is streaming on Canadian Netflix. It's streaming here
1: in the United States, too. So that might be our choice. But you've got to answer me, sir. What's that? Do you have Day of the Dead and not the new one, the old one?
0: Wait, wait, wait. From
1: 1982. Uh, is
0: that on Canadian Netflix? Can I, can I, I'll, 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 just related to Zombie Hunter, searching for Zombie Night on ne- Canadian Netflix, there are two Danny Trejo zombie movies, Rise yes, of the are. Zombies and Zombie Hunter.
1: Are they related? I don't think they are. No, they're not. And I think it's Rise of the Zombies. Also has LeVar Burton in it from Star Trek and uh reading rainbow
0: Ah, yes um no we do not have day of the dead i have land of the dead and diary of the dead which i'm not watching again dawn of the dead which i would watch again um yeah no day of the dead that's weird watch house cards um yeah we'll we'll have to well we are definitely going to be saving up a lot of these ideas um You know, movie, uh, another movie episode. Definitely a continuation of our role-playing episode. We left it kind of on a cliffhanger. Uh, That'll be coming back post, in April, rather. Um, And a lot of other different ideas. Uh, If you have an idea for more show content, uh, like Kimberly did here, be sure to send it in. Um, You can go to our website, zombies com. Email us info at zombies8mypodcast.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at ZombiesPodcast. Like us on Facebook. Plus one us on Google. Subscribe to us on YouTube. So many ways you can keep on top of Zombies Ate My Podcast. Um, if you want to follow individual hosts on Twitter, myself at R Murphy, Lou at Zombie Lord, and the missing Bob. We miss him so much. Bob at Bobert F um i have
1: it on good authority he should be back uh next week
0: yes he will return as a zombie because he's been he's been working so many crazy hours (laughs) for the last two weeks uh some uh something um that i'd like to shout out to people uh is to send in your show content uh we're gonna need more ask the busy zombie lord questions we need some bad zombie jokes um hey if you want to invent a segment for me i'm not at all feeling left out don't worry it's fine um you can do that by following the instructions that i just gave you uh quick shout out to joel duggan for the artwork he is a fantastic artist and you can find out more about him at joelduggan.com now lou is there anything any parting words for our fine listeners on this longer than an average episode nope <laughs> i thought for a second there He was going to have something really good.
1: Uh, I thought for a second I was going to, too. And then I went, nah, I don't really have anything else to say.
0: All right. Well, on that note, we shall call it an episode. Thank you for listening to Zombies Ate My Podcast. And remember to always leave them hanging on every last word.